Today, we're joined by the best punter in the NFL. Thomas Morstead stops by to talk about the 2023 Jets, everything you ever wanted to know about punting, and more. That's ahead on Locked On Jets. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. This is the Lockdown Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Friday, November 3rd, 2023, and I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com. Thanking you so much for making the show your first listen or first watch every day. Subscribe to the show for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you'll get new episodes as soon as they're posted. If you're listening on a podcast source and enjoy the show, give it a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube and enjoy the show, give this episode a big thumbs up. These things help us out and help other Jets fans find Locked On Jets. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. Well, today we're joined by a special guest. Thomas Morstead is back. We had him on a couple of months ago. Morstead returns after his best game of the season where he was one of the stars of a Jets win. It's not often you say a punter is one of the stars of a win, but that was absolutely true this past Sunday, Thomas and I have a great discussion. We talk about where things stand with the 2023 Jets. We talk Aaron Rodgers. We talk about everything you would ever want to know about punting in the NFL and holding on field goals and extra points. Again, it's a great discussion, so let's jump right in. Joining us today is the best punter in the NFL, Thomas Morstead. Thomas, uh, outstanding game Sunday. Congratulations. I mean, you were one of the stars of the Jets' win over the Giants. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a, it was a hell of an experience for sure. So it was kind of a crazy game that you it felt to me or a lot of fans like the game was lost. And then you had that, you know, the crazy comeback in the last uh, last half minute of regulation to force overtime. And I'm just wondering, you know, like as a fan, you can look at this and, you know, you can feel like the game is lost. Like on the sideline, dude, the guys like always believe that they're going to win no matter the situation. Um, well, I can't speak for every team, but I think um you know, I think we have a, a crew of guys that are just just continue, you know, chopping away. And um, regardless of, you know, how bleak it may look, and that's kind of irrelevant. Um, I know if you if you do feel that way, then you're you probably are you have lost already. So it doesn't give you that you got to have the the right mindset to have, give yourself the best chance to win. And I think over the course of this season, we've validated that this team knows how to just keep hanging in there and um doesn't mean we always get it done but we've been we've been hanging tough so it's been cool to be a part of yeah, absolutely gutty teams you know through the first seven games i mean you guys have uh you guys have come through on so, so many key moments uh, in games how are things how's the feeling heading into uh monday night's game against the chargers um it's just the next game um you know, it's obviously a little bit highlighted just because it's Monday Night Football. Um, but it's the biggest game of the season because it's the next game. And, um, you know, if we want to get to where we're trying to go, um, it's a very important game. So, um, I don't know, just the next game on the schedule, and uh, we're excited about it. Uh, how big of a difference has it been when Aaron Rodgers has been around the team? I mean, I know he's not playing right now, but, you know, it, there have been weeks where he's been – at the stadium on the sideline this past week uh even though he's not in the lineup how much of a difference is he making just being around the team right now 
Well, I just speak for myself personally. It's, it's exciting to see him. Um, you know, when he went down, it, not only is everybody disappointed selfishly for themselves, for this team, but um, personally, you, you kind of hurt for the guy, you know. Um, it's a, you know, it's very anticlimactic, obviously. And, uh, and um, you know, we're, we're all, you know, we care about him and we're invested in him just like he's invested in us. And um, it's just cool to see him making progress every week, um, seeing, you know, being able to walk on, you know, without a boot and then he's out there throwing a little bit and, you know, it's just kind of, it's, it's cool to see, you know, it's exciting to see, um, you know, and it, and it also provides a little bit of a glimmer of hope that, you know, maybe it's, maybe there is a chance he'll be back this season. I think it's just, it's good all the way around and it's just good having him around, you know, his personality, the way he's connected with the guys on the team in the off season and in training camp, um, you know, he's one of the guys and uh, he's one of the, uh, you know, rare, rarely do I call a quarterback a glue guy in the locker room, but he definitely is a glue guy. You know, he knows he, he got to know everybody really well. Um, and really, you could see he made a concerted effort to, to um, you know, connect with and uh, get to know all his new teammates this year. And so uh, just really nice to see him around. And, um, you know, we'll look forward to having him back on the field on Monday again. You hit a lot of amazing punts against the Giants. I mean, there were a couple where you know you dropped it inside the five yard line and it had just the right spin on it. Is there is there like a technique you use to put like a different spin on the ball depending on where you're you're kicking from on the field? Um yeah, I mean I you know, you'll see most guys in the league now that when they're punting getting closer to the, you know, opposing or to the to the end zone you're trying to score, and a shorter punt is required and uh, most guys will hit an end over end punt. Um, and there's a few other punts that guys are hitting as well, but you know, it's not a, um, you know, it, I don't know anybody that's, that can honestly look me in the eye and tell me that they're able to control the way the ball bounces, right? You're, you're hitting a, you know, not a spherical object, right? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's got points on both ends. And so, you know, some of it's, um, just the, the luck of the bounce, um, you know, the, the field was really wet during the game. And so I noticed in pregame that when the ball would hit, it wouldn't, it wasn't checking super far distances. It was kind of hitting, even if it was spinning, it was kind of squeegeeing as it hit and it didn't, it didn't, you know, have these long checks of distance. So it definitely felt like I could be a little more aggressive in the game. And, you know, anytime the, you know, sometimes you have to live with a touchback if that's the result. Um, but anytime you can get the returner to not catch the ball, that's a big deal. So that means there's no return and uh, gives you a chance for something like that to happen. So it was just a unique, it was, you know, a special day in that regard. The ball did, definitely bounced uh, nicely for me on a few of those punts. And, um, you know, I'll take, I'll take it. It was good. Are you aiming for like a specific spot on the field, like a certain a certain yard line, certain marker, like a hash when you hit, try and pin a team deep? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm always I always have an aiming point. Sometimes the distance is more of the aiming point rather than the direction. I mean, I'm always directionally, um, but some it, you just kind of have to feel what's going on, right? You know, sometimes it's a pressure look, and you've got to be a little quicker. Um, you've got to be attentive to that. And, you know, you've got two guys singled outside where they're worried about a fake 
um, and they're not bringing as much pressure. Um, sometimes your gunners are doubled, so they may have a harder time getting down the field. So you kind of take in all that information and make a decision about what punt to hit and, and, you know, how aggressive to be in those situations. So, um, you know, without getting, giving away kind of exactly how I, uh, compute all that. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. And I think sometimes on those shorter punts, it's, it's, it's so much more about, I mean, the direction is important, but, um, it's so much more about the depth of the hit, you know, very few guys are going to catch a ball that's hitting at the five or six or seven yard line if it's in the corner. Um, and so, you know, and, and the closer you are to them, you know, it's different punting from the 50 as opposed to the, the, the plus 40, you know, the plus 40s don't, they've only, we've only got to cover 30, 35 yards. And so sometimes you can be a little more aggressive there as well. This episode of Lockdown Jets is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you, you just pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. This week on Prize Picks, you could you could take Brees Hall to have more than 80 rushing yards. You can have Garrett Wilson to have more than one receiving touchdown. You hope that Thomas Morstead isn't on the field all that much. I mean, we love him. He's giving a great interview right now, but him not taking the field as much means the Jets are playing well on offense and you might be able to win on prize picks. And you should also know that prize picks offers a, a reboot policy. So your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. And prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury with an injury insurance policy. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a free deposit match of up to $100. Again, it's prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL, code LockedOnNFL. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for a first deposit match of up to $100 using PrizePix. What part part of the field do you feel like is is like the close is the point where you start thinking about pinning a team deep versus you know trying to hit it long? Um, I don't know. I feel like for me, it's the minus forty. You know, um, so essentially, once you get to the minus forty, you've got a sixty yard punt hits you a touchback, and so I don't even think I have a sixty yard punt this year. So I mean, it's not like I'm, you know hitting long balls all the time anyways. But I think once you get into that range of if you hit a 50 to 55 yard punt, you're inside the 10, you definitely start, you know, kind of having an aiming spot in your brain um, for me anyways. Um, so I'd say about the minus 40. And on the longer punts, are you like cognizant that you can't hit it too hard? I mean, that you know, you want to make sure your cover guys can get down the field. Yeah, I wouldn't say don't hit it too hard. I think hitting it hard is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, you don't want to. I mean, every t there's some guys in this league that are they'll average fifty something yards a punt every for a lot of their games, and they hit it sixty five, and they're going to give up. They're going to have a chance at a return every single time they punt. And then there's some guys that are, you know, going to not go for a long ball and try to have fair catches. So I, I try to find. 
you know, there's just, like I said, there's different situations every time. And if you just kind of had to say what's the, what one ball, if you could only hit one ball for the rest of your career, what would it be? You know, I think I'm trying to hit, you know, a 48 yard ball with, you know, 4.8 seconds of hang time right on the sideline. That would be the ideal ball, but that rarely happens that you check all those boxes all at once. Um, so I try to kind of play a more of a management style of punting where, you know, I don't want a lot of big plays happening. Um, you know, love it when I punt and then the play's over. So. How much of you know, where you punt and, you know, how, you know, what the hang time is, is called from the sidelines. Like, are there, are, are there like design plays where you're trying to like send the cover guys to a certain point, or is it just a decision you make and the guys just follow wherever the ball goes? No, I mean, there's definitely communication about, what the desired punt would be and where they should be kind of running to cover. Um, and depending on, like I said, every team's different. Some guys are great at pounding the ball. Some guys are really good at controlling um, the game and not having many returns. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we're definitely, you know, if you're not in concert with your gunners, that's to me, not a recipe for success, for success. So um, we're definitely all on the same page as far as what we're trying to do before the play happens. And when it comes to holding on a field goal, do kickers have different styles for what where they want the ball? Oh, yeah. Every kicker is different um, about what they want. and um, But, you know, you do it long enough and you, you get to know guys pretty quickly. And it's just, you know, some guys, it's not just physically what do they – what ball do they want held? You know, do they want it this angle? Do they want it lean forward or back? Um, sometimes it's more, it's not just dealing with that. It's, it's also dealing with the personality. You know, some guys are super edgy and it's got to be perfect every time. And they're going to let you know it every time. And, and in a way, sometimes you appreciate that because they're letting you know exactly what they want at all times. And then some guys are a little harder, you know, some uh, from the standpoint of they're, they're easygoing. It's like, hey, they, they tell, tell you what they want, but in the moment, they're never going to like, it's always going to be their fault if something goes wrong. And sometimes you don't get the information you need. So you're always kind of balancing those two things. Um, but yeah, I mean, every kicker I've been with is different about what they'd like to see and, and how they operate with you. How big of a role does the long snapper play in the success of a punter? And I guess you could, I could ask the same when you're, when you're holding. I mean, you can't kick it or punt it without snap. So, um, you know, hugely, you know, um, and again, you kind of figure out where you, what misses are kind of acceptable misses kind of, you know, what's your heat zone on the strike zone map, you know, where, where do, do, do I tend to do well if I get this type of snap or this type of snap? Um, and letting your, your, you know, snapper know, Hey, you know, if you're going to miss, this is kind of the regions that I would, you know, like a miss. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just highly, uh, you know, it, I think, you know, communicating at a very high level is super important, um, with both those guys, um, just about constantly giving feedback and constantly, um, you know, also constantly encouraging you know you don't always feel like you're in the zone i'd say i'd say you 
more frequently you're not in the zone, right? So you're always trying to find that zone. And so it's just constant communication, constant feedback. Um, and, you know, it's, it's hugely important for sure. This episode of Locked on Jets is brought to you by DoorDash. The Jets do not play on Sunday. We have to wait all the way until Monday night to see the Jets take the field against the Los Angeles Chargers, which means you're going to watch NFL games on Sunday. You'll be able to relax. There's no chance the Jets will, uh, the Jets will lose. Kind of stress-free NFL viewing. So why not have DoorDash deliver you a great meal? There's so many great restaurants in the New York in the, the New York area that deliver from DoorDash, including weekends. We're heading into the weekend. Weekends make you smile. And so does weekend food. We're talking eggs, breakfast sandwiches, pancakes. You get the idea. All that and more is on the menu at Weekends in Williamsburg. The Joyful Cafe serves a mean brunch, like the Soul Cal breakfast sandwich with avocado, smoked turkey bacon, rajas, and cheddar, and a hearty breakfast plate loaded with scrambled eggs, home fries, turkey, bacon, cheddar, and a slice of toast. Enough fuel for a full day on the town or let's be honest, on the couch. And right now, DoorDash has a special offer for you. You can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when using the DoorDash app and entering code LOCKED23. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number two, number three. Subject to change, terms apply. Did it help that you worked with Thomas Hennessy in the past? Is that the type of thing, you know, as you began this year that kind of put you on a better footing than you, or is it, is it easier to let, when you've worked with somebody in the past than it is when you're starting anew with a long snapper? Uh, I wouldn't say it's easier or harder. I would say there's less certainty or more certainty about who you're about to work with. Right. So, um, a huge reason why I came back was because of Thomas Hennessy, um, I'd worked with him, you know, two years ago and it was a great fit. So, um, so, you know, that's, that, that was, you know, I, a lot of times when a team goes, uh, a player goes to a new team, you know, uh, free agency, there's a little bit of a, you know, even if you have a connection with somebody that knows that he's works a certain way or does things a certain way, those dynamics, you never really know if they're getting all the things that led to them being successful at one place. Do all those things still match or you still have all those things? And it's a, I would just say it's more of a certainty thing. Um, and, and that's why I think I was excited about coming back here is because I knew that that worked and, uh, or it has historically worked. And then from the team side, you know, they knew who they were getting too. You know, there wasn't this question mark on the player about, you know, how it's going to be to work with this person. So, um, so yeah, I would just say certainty. It does. I guess the same question. I'll ask the same question about like the cover guys. Like I know, like in the past, you've worked with Justin Hardy with the Saints. Does it help, like having played with guys, or does that make a difference at all, or is it just like yeah, no question. Um, the fact that Justin was here was another reason I was excited about being here. Um, you know, everybody has the ability to make plays on punt team, but if you have a, a, a punter that can control the game reasonably well um, and you have a gunner that you can depend on operating a fairly consistent level of play, you, you really can control a lot of plays before they get to the rest of the guys. And if you can do that, you, you're probably going to have a lot of success. So 
um, yeah, definitely was excited about coming here with Justin and, and we've you know, been fortunate, you know, Eccles does a nice job and um, Paul does a nice job. Um, Big Irv Charles has exploded onto the scene and hopefully we'll get him back soon. Hopefully we'll get Hardy back soon. Um, so we got some guys that can cover on this team for sure. Yeah, Irv Charles, like every time you see, every time he plays a game, he's making a tackle on, he's making a tackle on the punt team, you know, stoning somebody for like a one yard return. Yeah, he's a pretty special talent. Um, I guess my my last question is just uh, about the you know the way the team is playing right now. You've been on a lot of good teams in your career, you know, a lot of really great Saints teams. I think you even were on the Super Bowl team all the way back in two thousand nine. Um, maybe it's just a tough question to answer, but you know, Jets four and three right now, playing good football, three straight wins. How do it would is it even possible to compare it to other teams you're on, or is it just a situation where every team's different, so it's, it makes it difficult to do a comparison? Um, I wouldn't say it's difficult to compare. I'm I'm not a fan of comparing teams. Every team's different. The dynamics on every team's different. How that team is winning every year is different. Um, the personality that you know that the team takes on. I mean, this team's totally different from two years ago when I was here. Um, see, I don't really like comparing it, it generally just, um, you know, it's, it generally when you compare your, um, comparisons to death and happiness. So, uh, this, this team is exciting to be a part of, and we've definitely developed our own personality. Um, and I will say this, I think the character that you see on this team and, and the, um, you know, the, um, I don't know what the word is for it, but you know, we, we, we've already demonstrated kind of the type of guys we have on this team. And, um, you know, we're going to have to lean on that. Right. Cause I think the margin is the margin for victory is quite small, which is exciting. That just means every play means, means a lot. And, uh, you can't take anything for granted. And that's, uh, some would call that being present. A lot of people have a hard time doing that in life. Um, but we've got to be present for every play and we are really getting a good practice in that. And, um, you know, we've got a few wins in a row now, so hopefully we can keep it going. Thomas, thanks so much for joining and good luck the rest of the way. Keep up, keep up the uh, great work. All right. Appreciate you having me on. Well, that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much to our special guest, Thomas Morstead, for stopping by, offering such great insight on the team and punting in the NFL. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day is our motto. As always, if you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening so that you'll never miss an episode. If you're listening on a podcast source and enjoy the show, please give it a five-star review. And if you're watching on YouTube, give this episode a big thumbs up. These things help us out, help other Jets fans find the show. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Enjoy the stress-free NFL watching. We'll be back Monday. We'll talk Jets Chargers Monday Night Football.